hi again um i am just hanging out again in my living room hanging out with the trees hanging out watching dr phil uh, i got some new art this past week so i've kind of been rearranging my art selection the way it's displayed uh this is like really corny but I have always kind of wanted to have an apartment that looks like it could be on apartmenttherapy.com and I feel like I just never really had that chance because you know obviously when I first moved to New York I was in a four-bedroom apartment um for a while a couple four-bedroom apartments I just never had my own place and the rooms that I had were always like the smallest, shittiest room. And I just was a huge mess. I love the idea of having a space that is really presentable and like well curated, but for some reason I was just, I could never truly bring myself to do it. So it wasn't until I moved into my current apartment, which I like to, you know, always remind people I got a really, really good deal on it because of, like, the pandemic, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, it's, like, a fir- my first real one-bedroom apartment that has... It's just got a lot of space and a lot to play with, and it's in a beautiful old building. So, it was kind of... It feels almost serendipitous that I ended up with this kind of place that I'd always been yearning for but felt like I was it was never in reach I never had I never made enough money to live on my own and actually in my last sorry I'm throwing stuff out there's like garbage everywhere (laughs) in my last apartment it was the first time I had lived alone I think in my whole life really and it was a studio situation in this really weird building, what is it called, like a single residence occupancy or something like that, where we shared a kitchen, but we each had our own like room with a bathroom in it. And all of the other apartments in the building were pretty small. They weren't even really apartments, it was just like a bedroom. But fortunately mine, I just got lucky, mine was like a bit bigger and actually kind of studio size. Where it was like, here's my little living room area. Here's where my bed is. I just didn't really have a kitchen. Um, And it was like fine. But the reason that I moved there was like kind of a last minute thing. Because I had been living with these people for a few years. I had lived in this apartment for, man, like almost three or four, almost four years. And, you know, I was, like, friendly with them. And I just, like, at the beginning of 2020, my roommate, my long-term roommate, like, she was, like, she had a meeting with me and our one of our other roommates was, like, well, yeah, we, like, don't really want you to, like, live here anymore. And, yeah, that really sucked. Um... And it was like this whole thing. 
I think part of it was that I just kind of really hold myself up. I had like this really small room and I would just smoke weed all the time, take bong rips in my room by myself, like day and night constantly. And I mean, I wouldn't really clean because I didn't really leave. So I was like, oh, like, what do I have to clean if I don't really do anything? It's like, I never used the kitchen to make food. A, because I never really like knew what to make and B, because they were always doing shit in the kitchen. It was like, eventually that girl's boyfriend moved in. So it was like this couple and this other girl I didn't know as well and like me. Anyway, but I had been there since the beginning whatever it's fine so um they decided that they didn't want me to live with them anymore which at the time obviously I was like really upset and hurt and I felt very betrayed but in retrospect I'm like I kind of understand and I'm in a way glad that it happened or else I wouldn't have ended up where I am now but it was a really difficult time in my life because I was really suffering from Crohn's disease which is like oh this is a really cool and exciting thing to talk about everyone loves to hear about Crohn's disease but it was just kind of this time that was like kind of like the end of 2019 where I just feel like I was like being very self-destructive um And just kind of, like, lashing out at everyone and everything because I was just an angry, bitter, depressed, very sick, physically person. And making a lot of bad decisions and doing impulsive things and, like I said, just lashing out at people. Um, And part, but not all of that, came from me just feeling physically miserable all the time. Um, You know, Crohn's disease, like, manifests itself differently in people. But for me, it was to the point where I, like, was throwing up every single day. At least once, but probably more, right? And I don't know if you can even imagine most people, they, like, will throw up once every few years or whatever when they get drunk, too drunk. For me, it was, like... No matter what I ate, sometimes even if I didn't eat anything, I would get sick and I was like used to it, you know? I was like, this is just a a part of my life that I've adapted to and accepted. And at work, at the office, I would have to go like to the bathroom all the time and I was always in pain. It just felt like there was like this bladed metal device traveling through my intestines and I felt like I could feel it so acutely. So... I didn't, I was afraid to eat because I always got sick and I love eating. So, you know, that was hard and whatever I did eat, I ended up still getting sick anyway. So I was so thin. And I think another thing that is kind of like a complicated zone for me is there was a point while I was, I was suffering from Crohn's, but it wasn't out of control and I looked up, I look at pictures of myself, you know, not even from that long ago. And I'm like, oh, I look so much better then than I do now. I like can't believe that I gained so much weight. Like I was so thin and it wasn't like I, I would look in the mirror back then and be like, yeah, I look good. You know, my body's awesome. 
just kind of like, oh, I guess I'm like a thin adult. Like, that's cool. And it turns out I just wasn't digesting my food properly. <laughs> so I had kind of gotten used to like having this cool body that I was like pretty confident in until it got to the point where I just looked really scary. And that's when I was like, okay, I, I can't handle this anymore. But so at that point in my life, I was just suffering um, emotionally and, and physically in so many ways, you know, and um, I'm not even really touching on the surface, but anyway, so I moved into my last apartment, which was a studio, kind of a last minute deal, and it, it was a shitty place, but it's funny because it was such a bad time in my life. I was so depressed and even, you know, right after I moved in, it was at the beginning of 2020, like not long after I got diagnosed with Crohn's, the pandemic started, I had to go on prednisone to, to deal with the Crohn's. So what happened was my face blew up like a balloon it gives you moon face and it makes made my skin break out and my body like really like blow up too and i was constantly eating and like sweating and like kind of manic and that was miserable in its own way because i couldn't look in the mirror i was on a pretty high dose and i got a hunchback too i was like I had never experienced being on prednisone before, so I was like, is this going to go away? Like, am I just like, like, I'm not going to be stuck with this forever. I know it's supposed to go away, but what if it doesn't, you know? I, again, it's like really hard when you can't even look at yourself in the mirror. Like, life sucks when you can't look at yourself in the mirror and, without wanting to punch it. In... It was like a whiplash kind of thing where I went from being super, super, super scary thin to like kind of, I almost, I feel like I could say overweight for my stature, literally within a matter of weeks. Um, so that was just really, really uncomfortable. And then, you know, I went home because pandemic, I was at home. I don't shame me, shame away, whatever. Um, because I mean, I'm not going to like try and justify it because I don't really care to, but at the time I'm like, I just moved in by myself for the first time. I'm extremely depressed. Like I'm all fucked up. I have this new disease that I have to deal with. I don't really want to do this by myself. And like every day I was like freaking out, not knowing what to get to eat. So I was like always kind of ordering food or like buying canned chili at the bodega like, oh, better get canned food. So I, like, just in case, like, the food supply, you know, shuts down. So I was, yeah, I couldn't, I, I just felt like I couldn't take care of myself in the sense that, like, I'm a child. <laughs> like, children can't, don't know how to feed themselves. Um, so I was home for a while. And fortunately, I got to, like, struggle with my skin and my moon face and my hunchback kind of out of the way of seeing anyone so in a way it kind of coincided 
nicely and that I didn't have to go out but it was also like I'm spending all this time inside just staring at myself and picking my skin and like going crazy that it's it's its own kind of hell so I mean yeah so that was like just the first half of 2020 and that wasn't even like I don't know like it was like kind of at the end of 2019 and until the end of 2020 that like things started getting better um because i got back home i'm chilling i'm by home i mean new york i'm chilling i'm like um smoking weed all the time smoking tobacco all the time eating shitty food and just like sitting on my bedroom floor all day like whatever um just completely nihilistic about everything and then I had to go back to the hospital I I got really really sick and again and it was like constantly throwing up again like constantly getting sick I couldn't drink water I couldn't stay awake so I ended up having to go to the hospital this past summer and that was its own traumatizing experience because again I was totally alone the ambulance took me to this, like, shitty hospital in Bushwick. Uh, and, I mean, all due respect to nurses and whatever, but, like, it was just a shitty hospital. Like, I got... I was in the ER forever. I got there at, like, 4, 4 p.m. and didn't get admitted until, like, like 2 a.m. Weird bird noises, I think. Anyway... And it was just a completely, I was in pain, I was alone, I was put in this room with no windows, and it was just, like, horrible. You're hooked up to this IV or whatever with fluids, and I, I mean, this is embarrassing to admit, but when I was still in the ER, I, I couldn't get admitted yet, because this is also during COVID, and I just couldn't stay awake. I literally had no food, no liquid in my body. I would kind of pull myself out of a daze every so often and just because of the pain and then kind of fall back into it. And at one point, I think I was like, oh, like kind of let out a fart or something. And it ended up just shitting myself in the ER, you know, in front of everyone pretty much. And the worst part was (laughs) that it was like dark green. Like, I don't even know why. I don't know what it was because I couldn't even, you know, like it was just a total disaster. So the nurses, like, helped clean me up, and I was crying. I was, like, delirious, like, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Let me help you clean. They're, like, you know, I'm not going to do a Jamaican accent, but they were telling me that it's okay, and, like, Jesus loves me and all this stuff. And I was, like, that's comforting. (laughs) Thank you. But um, other than that, it was, like, very miserable. I don't even think that they, like, really remembered to feed me. Um. I didn't really eat anything. I just, again, got put on a bunch of prednisone. So that made my face explode again. Not to the same extent. And it was just something that I continued to struggle with. um, For a while until, you know, I would say like November. I kind of got it together. Went on a medication that like really helped me. I had a good birthday. It was fun. I went to the park. It was the day I celebrated my birthday, the day that 
it was, you know, announced that Joe Biden had won the election. So this is like, I, I feel like there's no non-corny, non-neolib sounding way to come across when saying this, but it was just seeing the way that the city, at least where I was, collectively celebrate this. It was just a fun thing to be a part of. And like, I'm not going to act like, you know, it was like, I'm going to be honest here. I'm not one of those sad sack people that's like, okay, well, Joe Wenzel like sucks. So I don't see why you're so happy. Like, okay, yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. But like, if people want to celebrate something, let them celebrate it. You know, like people want to find a reason to be in a good mood. I'm not going to shit all over that because I'm like a communist or whatever. Like, it just it it's like kind of disingenuous almost um i don't know i'm sure people i'm sorry i'm picking my lip i'm sure people think that that's a dumb thing to say and i don't really care uh sorry i'm picking my lip i shouldn't be doing this so i was already planning on having a birthday picnic that day and then it was just total chaos but in a good way it was fun I felt like everyone was already celebrating and I was like oh is this for me but I knew it wasn't (laughs) um but it was really really fun and yeah I remember like posting a picture from my birthday of like me and I think it was like a total of eight people just sitting on picnic blankets and um (laughs) I remember it got posted to that site lol cow and they were like oh i guess the pandemic's over like she looks haggard and i was like you guys like let me live like i feel like i'm this isn't annoying of me to do so like i don't know why that was something i wanted to talk about too and this is a dangerous game because i think with lol cow it's like if you acknowledge them it gives them carte blanche to like hate you for some reason it's like you have to like kind of not it's an unspoken thing especially if they've discussed you on there it's like okay if you're gonna say that then like fuck you and like you're a dumb bitch and like all those other things that which is fine people are allowed to have negative opinions of me it really doesn't bother me but the the funny thing is to me is that lol cow is the kind of site that like I would be, I would, like, use, like, go on. It's funny because earlier this summer, I, you know, I love my Reddit, subreddits that are, like, Instagram reality and bad plastic surgery or whatever. Um, Because I just love that shit. And there's this one girl who would always be on the bad plastic surgery. I remember seeing her from Instagram. And it was, like, plastic and proud was her username and I just kind of always remember thinking that she was pretty annoying seeming but I was like oh I haven't seen from that girl in a long time let me see what she's up to so I google her name plastic and proud I don't know anything else really about her and this whole forum this thread about her pops up on lolcow and I was like oh shit I'm gonna dive into this because I love this kind of shit I love gossip I love shit talking and reading it, and, you know, even if it's someone that I had never heard of before, if people are, like, if it's fun to read other people, (laughs) like, joking about them like that, yeah, I'm gonna read it, uh, and 
have fun. So I would browse that site. It's like in the depths of quote unquote lockdown. I got really into like snark and drama online because I was bored. Um, I was really into like Caroline Calloway subreddit too for a while because I was just like, this is like, I hate my life and I want to read about someone else's. And that was a dark time for me. But I was also, you know, reading like Lol Cow and stuff. And there was this other girl on there named like Amanda Brett something. And she's one of my favorite people on the site too. Because she's just like this like crazy wannabe punk Brooklyn girl with like baby bangs. And like she always uses filters and has like warped her face and it's just crazy and it's really funny to read but then you know I'm reading it and as time goes on I'm realizing that like there's this thread about people on Twitter and like people that I you know was cool with on Twitter and stuff would end up in this thread and I was like I feel like Icarus flying too close to the sun here like but of course I have to read it like this is the most interesting thread yet because like, I'm seeing people anonymously gossip about people that I know. Like, who wouldn't find that delicious? I mean, you you have to be kind of, you know, I guess, cool with the fact that if people... People might say something really mean about someone you like or you. And, like, you have to just kind of deal with it. Whatever. So, it was this whole... Thing, um, what I was trying to get at was they posted a picture. Yeah, I already said that. Uh, and I was like, damn, wow, this is like finally like weird to me that I'm on the other side of this because I wouldn't, I wouldn't really like post, but I would love to read that stuff. And seeing myself on the other side of it was extremely surreal because. It was the kind of, like, I hadn't really started reading Lol Cow until, you know, last summer when I was looking up that plastic and proud girl. But if I had come across it when I was younger, I would have been really into it. That's the exact kind of thing that I love. So it was weird. This, I don't know. It almost made me have more empathy for people that were... I don't, and I'm not trying to sound like, oh, I'm such a good person. But when people are saying shit, you know, about me, I can't say this about anyone else I know. It's like, even if it's true or if it's not true, I'm kind of like, uh, I I know what it's like to be on that side of it. So I'm like, not that bothered. Of course, there were things where I was like, that actually hurts my feelings. (laughs) Um, But nothing that really like kept me up at night too much. Uh, There was, like, a bunch of drama that happened there several months ago, but I'm not going to, like, discuss that right now because it's a whole other thing. But, yeah, I mean, I like to browse it. Uh, And even just reading, like, the e-girls thread, you know I love that kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't even know who any of these people are, but, like, this is fascinating. It's just this whole world that... I don't know. (laughs) 
yeah, like I've said, it's, it's kind of in the same vein of those like Instagram reality subreddits or like the Caroline Calloway subreddit where it's just like, I like pretty much just girls taking their shit out on other girls, <laughs> like people that frustrate them. So I, I get it, you know, uh, <laughs> it's funny. And, uh, the Caroline Calloway stuff still, I hate to admit it, like it does fascinate me because she is such a character. I mean, and she knows it, but there have been times where I've gotten stoned and fully convinced myself that it's, that's just like a performance piece and she's trolling all of us and like, you know, it's like this long con. And then I snap out of it and I'm like, no, she's actually like this ridiculous. And I need more. And that being said, I don't really have any respect for her. (laughs) You know, she definitely infuriates me, but I still keep coming back for more because it's, you know, scratches that itch that I think. Sometimes you just want to be infuriated, right? Do you ever hate follow someone? You're just, I want to just see what she's saying so that I can get mad and like justify how much I like think she's a bitch. I don't know. <laughs> Is that just me? Uh, I don't know. Um, I would. I used to do that, especially when I was younger, and and a much. I don't know if I'm any less of a shitty person, but less, much more overtly shitty. I had these, um, like, nemesis. Is that the plural of nemesis? I want to say nemesis. It's just cool sounding. And it wasn't like, I don't know, it was just people that I had had, girls, that I had bad experiences with, like, intrapersonally and interpersonally, right? Any Anyway, and I just had always held these, like, grudges against them, and I would look at their Instagram or whatever and just make sure that they were still doing shit that was pissing me off so I could, like, still be mad at them, even though it was like we weren't relevant in each other's lives, one of them was my old college roommate who we had, we left on really bad terms. She was just like toxic to live with at the time. And then, you know, like I probably kind of was too, but you know, when you're 20, it's like everyone's an idiot pretty much. But it was just this whole thing when you're 20 <laughs> and they're in college and you know, you're like, you broke girl code type shit. And and at the time, I think I was trying to be more, like, noble about it and be like, it, it just shows me, like, what kind of friend you really are that you would sleep with the guy that I brought home. Like, I don't want to be friends with you. And I tried to be, like, kind of cool about it, but then she would keep inviting him over and be like, hey, Sydney, like, let's hang out. I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna... I was like, oh, yeah, the guy that you wouldn't know if I hadn't invited him over back from a party and then you fucked him that night? Like, sorry that I don't want to hang out with you guys. Anyway, I'm over it. It's fine. (laughs) But, like, I... Because, like, you know, there's probably some really annoying, stupid shit that I was doing that I, I can't even think of because in my mind it wasn't relevant I I didn't really do anything wrong, you know, so I don't remember, but other people's wrongs really stick with me, so that, you know, I would look at her, 
her Instagram and she was trying to study to be studying to be an artist and um, I took that personally and I, <laughs> anytime a girl's like trying to be an artist and I feel like she's not worthy of it because like I'm the decider would I be the arbiter is that the right word to use I don't know but I was like no you can't like you suck I'm a real artist and you're not. No, no, no. And I saw she did this art. It was like a Playboy bunny thing. Um, I was feeling so angry and bitter because I was living in New York, which is fine and cool, but I had like a really shitty job and I wasn't doing anything with my life and I felt like a huge loser all the time. And I like commented some, some Turkish Instagram reposted her art and I just commented LMAO like so bitchy and and months later she noticed and commented back like a middle finger emoji and then messaged me about how I'm such a bitch and I was like oh I was indignant about it but at the time it's like okay super bitchy like I was just jealous that like her art was making more of an impact than mine was even though like I decided that she wasn't good at art and it shouldn't she didn't deserve that and was like, well, your dad's a venture capitalist, so you can do whatever you want. You know? It's like, whatever. It's just dumb. Uh, when you're older, I think that stuff matters less. But I think I'm a little bit into... In, I was going to say inse- immature, but then insecure came out. And I think it's kind of both. In some... In, insecure. <laughs> Sorry, that's retarded. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, so I was just feeling those things. I still am those things, but at the time, more so. And like I said, I took it personally. I was, whenever I saw one of those, my nemesis, what I perceived them to be winning, which is when you look at someone's Instagram, they're not going to be like, oh, my life sucks right now. They're going to look at how amazing my life is. I'm like, really just angry person. Look at how much better these people I don't like are doing in life than I am how is this fair um which is funny because one of those people it was just this 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 girl that I knew in high school in Detroit and we were friends for a little while in high school and then she like double crossed me you know and betrayed me and I was just very like well, fuck you then. But she was always kind of one of those people like in the social scene of Detroit and everyone kind of knew who she was. And she was just like, but most people didn't really like her. She's just like kind of a, known to be a shitty person. But like, I still like really had this vitriol towards her um, because she double crossed me in high school or something. Like, I can't, I'm not even going to try and like, I don't know. It was just fun to hate on her. And that was my reason. That was why I rationalized it. But um, she was doing her thing in Detroit and she got canceled, like, you know, canceled like a hundred times. And she was kind of always coming back. And I then then she just moved or left. And I hadn't heard from her. And, you know, she probably blocked me and social media or whatever I know I'm a psycho but I was kind of like what's she up to she's always kind of doing something that was entertaining like to watch 
and get mad about, honestly. So I was like, what happened to her? She was everywhere and now she's nowhere. And I needed to know what this person was up to. And then finally someone informed me that she was like working at some winery, like doing stuff with bees, which was really shocking because it was kind of this joke going around in Troy. She posted some Facebook status was like, does anyone have an agricultural hookup? Like I'm trying to like harvest bees and like do some urban agro far agricultural farming shit in Detroit. And it was just, everyone was like, you're a joke. Um, but now that's kind of what she does. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. You know, that's fine. I'm not mad about it. But then last night I had a dream. This is okay. Okay. First of all, it was a dream. So I didn't have control over what I was dreaming, okay? But in my dream, (laughs) fuck, (laughs) I can't, this is just, uh, (laughs) in my dream, I dreamt that she got interviewed by, like, Dasha from Red Scare for whatever reason, even though I'm like, why would they even know each other? And I was, (laughs) in my dream, I said this, I was like, oh, they're both histrionic Russian girls, that's kind of cool. I was <laughs> I don't know what part of my brain like went to that in my dream, but it's just kind of funny. Um I don't think that would ever happen, but it was kind of crazy in my dream. I was like couldn't get over it. I was like really mad, of course. Um So it was a really dumb dream. <laughs> But people, like, from the internet show up in my dreams quite frequently, actually. I've had I've had a few dreams with Caroline Calloway in them. And in most of them, it's like I come across her. And I'm kind of like, oh, well, you know what? You're not so bad. I'll be your friend. And then in my, in my mind, in my dream, I'm like, I can't wait to tell the girls about this. Like, hanging out with Caroline Calloway is crazy. This is crazy, guys. Um... <sighs> Which I, I think that both of those dreams are very revealing about who I am <clears throat> as a person and what kind of shit goes through my mind. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, and ridiculous. So I hope you enjoyed that. Because uh, I certainly did recounting it. I know everyone loves to hear about other people's dreams. <laughs> Anyway, my nemesis. I had a couple, a, a few others. Not a lot. You know, some people really, they just hate a lot of other people and have, like, enemies. And these two few are just people that I felt like have, had wronged me in some way and just was a toxic person. And one of those people, I, I, we had a falling out in, like, I want to say 2017 or something. And she, like, replied to some tweet that I was tagging and was like, that girl... She was horrible to me. She said horrible things about me. And she has me blocked. She's a bad person. And I was just like, oh my god. Are you really trying to cancel me? Like, because um, part of me is like, you could have just messaged someone if you wanted to, like, tell them to stay away from me. But it's like, you were trying to cancel me. And I'm like, I don't care. It's just kind of, like, pathetic. You know, but whatever. Like, do your thing. But I was kind of like, you know, like, can we move on? that like I'm you know I'm gonna be nice to you I'm not gonna try and be a bitch to you because I don't care enough to but like don't 
That just makes you look like me. To do that, I'm sorry. I think it's it's so often people that look, crave and want like internet, not necessarily notoriety, but just to be known by people and have like name recognition and clout. And I mean, I would say who doesn't want that? But I'm sure there are plenty of people that it really doesn't matter. And I am the kind of person where I'm like, well, it's kind of cool to have, like, social capital. I'm not going to lie and act like it isn't. But um, people that are, like, so baldly kind of focused on it in a way where it's, like, this means a lot to you and, like, probably means too much to you annoy me and, like, bother me and just kind of, like, irritate my my aura and my soul not that I'm not like I'm I'm not I am not entirely disengaged from like oh I don't care about that so I I mean yeah like I I kind of do but not to the point where I'm gonna rearrange my life in in ways so that I can like gain some internet points here and there like right if that makes sense um It's just always rubbing me the wrong way. And especially now, I don't know, I'm like paranoid that people would use me for whatever like small crumb of clout that I have, might have. Or the scary part too is just being like, what if I'm out about in the city and I see someone in real life and they recognize me and they think that I'm really ugly in real life or something? Like I just am photogenic or whatever I like face tune my zits out and people are like oh I didn't recognize you behind all those pimples something like that or like you you look fat I remember thinking that you were skinny and you look fat and I'm like oh I know <laughs> I eat my crumbs and I eat too much now it's a huge thing that I've and I'll, I'll sad girl tweet about it sometimes and just be like I'm so fat now and it's like oh that's a shitty thing to say there are people that follow me that are that would consider themselves fat and don't hate themselves for it. And I think seeing that rhetoric being spoken about someone who's like objectively thin, being like, I'm fat, is like shitty and, and it doesn't feel good. But uh, I just feel it's hard. Like I was saying, because of the Crohn's, because I was so, so thin without having to think about it. And for some reason, especially in more recent years, it just feel, feels like the thinner you are, the more beautiful you are until obviously you're too thin. But it's like you're more of a pure, good person for being able to control what you eat and how your body looks. And I felt kind of like, in a way, lucky that I could eat whatever I wanted and I would just barf it up or whatever, diarrhea it up, and I was still very thin. So I was like, oh, well, I guess that's just me. But now it's not like that anymore. And while I'm thankful that I'm not constantly in pain, there is, like, this very sick, twisted part of me that, like, mourns for that. Even just looking at old pictures, like, I'll, I'll get really upset and angry with myself for literally just being a healthier person now. I'm like... I hate to admit that, but that's that's what's going on there. It's it's like an internal thing. It's not like, oh, everyone else is bad. 
I'm not like criticizing anyone else's body the same way that I do mine, but I, it's still a shitty thing to do at all, right? I don't know. I'm just trying to be healthy and drink a lot of water and walk a lot and, you know, overall be nice to myself, but also not eat without, with reckless abandon, which is something that I tend to do, especially if I'm stoned. (laughs) I love my reckless abandon. And I love unhealthy food. I love junk food. I'm like a McDonald's freak. So it's hard. I'm not naturally predisposed to eat like a bird. I'm like, I want bread. I want potatoes. I want meat. I want cheese. (laughs) I don't know. So it's this whole thing. And that's something that I'm kind of dealing with on my own. But I figure... As long as I try to be healthier, you know, feeling better about myself will follow. It's, an, it's a complex journey for me, though. Uh, yeah, I'm still working on my water ball today. I have to pee. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm really bad, um, but I only have a few minutes left, so I'm not going to... What if I just brought my phone in there and recorded myself talking while peeing? That would be weird. I don't want to, like, give that away for free, you know? I think there are people that would pay (laughs) to hear me pee. Ew, that's gross. Don't say that. Disgusting. Um, I have a laser facial today for the first time in my life. I got a free, like, a coupon for a free one before anyone is like, you rich bitch. Um, it was a coupon for a free one that they sent me in an email, uh, for skin laundry and flat iron. And I might look like a lobster when it's done, but I have the biggest, most painful zit going on my chin right now. And it's almost like one of those zits where it's like, there's like 10 in one. And, and once you think you pop one head, like there's three, it's like a hydra of a zit. And not only is it huge and disgusting, but it, like, really hurts. It feels like I've gotten socked in the chin. It just feels like a giant bruise. And I don't know if lasers can do anything about that, but it would be really sick if it just, like, exploded on impact. Pus flying all over. Just, like, blanketing the walls. (laughs) Um... But if there's anything I can do, and I've kind of, I need to say this most sometimes I notice wrinkles. And I'm sorry, but like my whole thing is being a very sexy baby. It's not, but um, (laughs) but like it is. And you can't really do that when your skin isn't perfectly smooth. Um, Yeah, the, the acne keeps me looking young, pubescent, but the wrinkles kind of put it on a, I just, I just want nice skin, I just want clear, soft, smooth skin, there are times when my skin looks amazing, and times, like, right now, where it's just a total disaster, and picking at it, and trying to pop shit, obviously doesn't help, and I need lasers, oh shit, that's my, uh, 
the door. Someone's delivering something? Sorry, isn't that so, like, loud and scary? Every time, it makes me kind of, like, shit myself. I wonder what's being delivered. Uh, anyway, happy Saturday. I hope everybody who's listening and everyone who isn't listening and everyone in between has a good weekend. Um... I'll uh I'll keep everyone updated on my laser facial. I figure it's like I'm 27 now. It's like a bog witch. It's time to like demummify. Someone's. I feel like someone can hear me talking. It's always embarrassing when you're like, ah, oh, someone hears me talking to myself. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like publishing this. Anyway. <laughs> Um, again, yeah, hope everyone has a good weekend. Um. What's up? I thought you were not coming back. I was recording. All right.